This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I'm Angela Cocott, and you are listening to Calgary Today. Yes, today, America Votes, a reminder that Charles Adler will be hosting special coverage of the American election beginning at 6 o'clock on the Chorus Radio Network. When we have talked about this campaign, I think there's been a theme of fear, and that's one candidate making sure you're afraid of the other candidate, some candidates making sure you're afraid of the people that you live next to. Ron Chandler is a sustainability psychologist, environmental scientist, College of Design, Construction and Planning at the University of Florida, joins us today. Hello, Ron. Hello, Katie. Thank you. And it's actually, Angela, don't worry, Katie's my producer who was able to line this up. That's not a problem at all. Ron, when we say it was an election about fear, maybe fill in a bit of that for my listeners when we're trying to see exactly where all this fear was coming from. Sure. Well, the the initial, uh, the ramp up in fear messaging, if you will, was from the Trump campaign talking about, uh, for example, vilifying uh, immigrants, uh, people of color, uh, just pretty much anyone that could he could point to as being a threat to the overall uh, quality of American life and a threat to America becoming great again and so forth. And then, uh, so of course, Secretary Clinton later in her campaign began to point to the the uh, or, or at least allude to what would happen should we have Trump as a president. You know, the apocalyptic messages of you know with uh, images of of Trump having the, the keys to the nuclear missiles and so on. So that's. It's been it's been very potent in the the last few weeks. The fear messaging that's taken place from both camps, and then we actually have the American voter afraid of who they are going to vote for. It seems as well. Exactly. So there's a you know there's no no shortage of politics involved in the messaging, not just through the campaigns, but the interesting um, and I'll put that in quotes. Uh, or the timing of the leak, the so-called leaks of, the, of additional emails that turn out to be of that substance, and and so the uh, perpetuating the the notion that the secretary Clinton might be, you know, doing things incorrectly or whatever, and so it's, it's an unknown. It's both camps have created a great deal of fear around the unknown of what would really happen to us should this person take power, and that does plug into the. You know, the ultimate fear we find in in psychological research and especially through terror management theory research is we find that we all have a a deep fear about our vulnerability. That's about our mortality. And and we're not aware of it, though, often unconscious of this. And so when someone uh, is able to penetrate into that place and and to excite that or actuate it, and they elicit these fears – of you know, the other, so the, there's people that we can't control are coming in. They're going to take away our our homes and our livelihood, and perhaps even our lives. That that, that taps into a tremendous amount of raw energy, fear energy. Ron, I said though a lot of people have said this is this election about fear, but is it that different from other political contests where the challenger or those two people who are going at each other, they're trying to convince the electorate that you should be afraid of that person and vote for me. Oh, absolutely, Angel. It's, it's, this has been a tool for for centuries, hundreds of centuries, perhaps. As far as a, uh, a Corey Robbins has a book titled something to the effect of uh, "Fear: The History of a Political Strategy," and it's really uh, it's really a good read. He does not mention terror management theory, and unfortunately, but 
but uh, nevertheless, it, it, this is something that that uh, people have studied for quite some time. It's highly effective for the reasons that I I just mentioned. Is there a problem, though, when that fear overtakes our common sense or our ability to be critical thinkers? Oh, absolutely. And that, that's the biggest danger is that it isn't that we should ignore our fears. As I mentioned in the article, we should, be, we should understand what our fears are about and then be able to, uh, as you said, critically think about our fears, ask ourselves, what gives this fear, this experience that I'm having uh, such potency? Is it real? I mean, is what is being said about this person or that person or these people or those people? Is it is it really real? And if it if if I doubt that the reality of it, why am I so afraid of it? So that's the question. This, these are the questions that we should have when we're afraid in in a, in the social context, the you know political context or something. And what happens is when we react without thinking, react unconsciously to these these fears that we have, we do we behave in the worst ways. Uh, you know, genocide is a, is a classic example of of a group of people being terrified about another group of people and acting in ways that really it would be said before it would happen out of character. The same thing happens when we let someone terrify us as they stand at the podium and tell us what this other person might do. We have to think about it. Is it real? Is their behavior something we agree with? Do we have real solid evidence that we should be afraid of this person as a leader? Ask those questions and then vote. And when you say solid evidence, I think that's also the the confusing part of this is because sometimes people are reacting to a perception of fear as opposed to the reality. And, and maybe at the beginning of the campaign, that's where Donald Trump was able to harness some of that support by just making sure people had that feeling that there was something they should fear. Exactly. Yes, perception. So the research, the neuropsychological research in this area, as well as some other Social psychological research show that it, it fear, fear, if fear is not understood by the individual, like in, the, in other words, if we do not make a conscious effort to understand our fears, then it does not matter if it's actual. It doesn't matter if a tiger is chasing us or if somebody just told us there might be somebody somewhere in our neighborhood that's really bad. You know, so we we don't differentiate between those between it being actual or being just simply a, a possibility. Yeah. And we act as if it is the worst of possibilities. Ron, thanks so much for your time today. Really interesting discussion. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time. You bet. Ron Chandler, sustainability psychologist, environmental scientist, College of Design, Construction, and Planning at the University of Florida. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.